street We encourage and inspire Yeah, 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 yeah Live from the Gen Studio We enlighten and support each other We're promoting positivity Positivity, friends in ministry Tell us where you've been Tell us what you've seen Friends in ministry all right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Friends in Ministry. I'm your host, Ricky Ricardo, and this is Friends in Ministry, a podcast where you know I speak to my fellow friends who are also in ministry, you know, just about their experiences and you know their journey in, in ministry. And um, you know, we have another episode on today. Friends in Ministry, as usual, is brought to you by the Holy Armor Clothing Line, where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Shop with them today holy armor clothing line um our guest today is a friend and sister um yes you know she you know grew up in the church and um you know really loved the lord she's recently or for the last two years you know moved to japan where she teaches english um she's also a musician she plays the drums and she plays the sax and she's currently learning the bass. Um, none other than Ariel. Welcome to What's Friends good? in Ministry. Welcome to Friends in Ministry. What's good, man? Hey, how's it going? Happy to be here. Very, very happy to be here. So yes, as you know, we've been you know trying to you know get this done a little while now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, we finally, you know, got on here. So we're going to look forward to having a great episode. So welcome again. So how have you been? Like, you know, um, how are things? How are you doing currently? How are things over there in, you know, in Japan and stuff like that? Ah, wow. It's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> <Going on. laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I moved moved here. Uh like sometime 2019 and uh, had six months of getting my feet wet, uh, hopping into a country I don't know the primary language to. It's Japanese spoken here. Yeah. And so my day is full of every day of, of people speaking to me in a language I don't understand. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, yeah. after years I learned a few things that I'm like, oh, I, I follow, I follow, but I'm at a stage where I, I can't quite say everything I want to say, but I understand right, I used right. to anything. So it's been very, it's been very interesting to be here and to try the new foods and to meet new people. It's been, it's been a crazy, cool, wonderful ride all at the same time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm uh, doing well. So currently just teaching English um trying to connect with the our the community here through my church community here and so um constantly staying on the go as you know ricky yeah. i love the big <laughs> yes i know <laughs> i know i love to be <laughs> i had six months of just mm, doing nothing and then right after it was just right gone it. and so but yeah i've been loving it i've been really enjoying it a lot so so what has been one major culture shock for you? Because obviously, like you say, you know, you had like six months of getting your feet wet, 
Yeah. Um, you had six months of, you know, just, you know, like getting a, a bit of, you know, what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. But like, what was one major thing that happened, like, you know, when you was there, that was a, a, like a major culture shock. Like, you were like, whoa, I'm in Japan, in Asia. Like, what, what was that? Oh, my goodness. To be honest, it's literally walking out my door. <laughs> walking out my door. Uh, let's see like how do I explain it like um culture shock I think the first thing for me was uh the pace and like uh it's it's quiet here like this is a uh what's the word self-controlled society so uh in Baltimore you know like you're hearing somebody doing something at some point and you're just here like the sounds of the city right? right so i live in this area here uh, one of the largest cities in my prefecture uh, but it's way quieter than Baltimore. way quieter oh. they're like you know 10 o'clock it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know you know it's like it's an old it's, it's an older folks vibe like that type of thing but yeah. i think probably is um the food food has been probably the biggest shock for me uh i i i knew from the asian country that like rice was a thing but i didn't realize how much of a thing it is like it's like my friend it's like breakfast lunch, lunch and dinner. and then so that that's literally how staple of a uh, staple of it rice. is here mm. i have some friends here <laughs> and uh man uh they love some rice, my friend. Like they, they love some rice, and I'm just like, wow. I I don't come from that culture at all. <laughs> from America, we're very like if there's no meat, I didn't have a meal. And here, if they didn't have rice, they didn't eat. Have, oh wow, just <laughs> rice. Quite interesting, but I I think the biggest culture talk is the food and like the silence. But then also just like language, you know. It's it's been it's been quite an ordeal with uh, realizing I come here and I don't know uh, a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Well, now I can somewhat converse with someone. I can conversate to the level of like maybe a four-year-old, five-year-old child. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us something. Tell us something. Tell us something. Ah, let's see. <laughs> a few, a few of my favorite words to use here. Uh, is uh, a term called narohodo. Uh, narohodo saying, oh, I got it. I understand. Uh, it makes sense, things like that, or or that's logical. So you'll hear people say, ah, narohodo, narohodo, like very quickly in conversation. That was one of my favorites. And one of the one I enjoy the most <laughs> is this called ijo des. Uh, ijo des is basically saying, you after you've been speaking for a little bit, Mm-hmm. Um, and you want the other person to know that you're finished speaking or you're finished saying what you need to say, you'll say, you do this, and then you'll stop. And then, then they, they know they can talk. It's, it's that's, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool. That's super cool, man. I, like, I'm sure, like, it's, it's, you know, like, really very interesting, you know, getting used to, you know, like a different culture and, you know, getting, you know, used to, you know, people just speaking a different language around you. And, you know, I'm sure like you'll get to the point where you you, you get good enough where you can, you know, you can speak to, you know. 
it's a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, in three, I'll get it together. <laughs> All right, good stuff. So, um, so you know, you 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 grew up, you know, in a, in the church, right? You um, we were talking off air, and you were basically saying like, you know, you you were born <laughs> in a church, you were born and raised in a church, so. What was it like, you know, growing up in, in, in church for you? What was the experience like, you know, um, from a young person's standpoint where, you know, church was the main thing? What, what was that like growing up in church? Oh, <laughs> how do I say? <laughs> um, that's the word. Uh, so growing up in church, like, I hear the term a lot, right? And uh, I also kind of laughed because um, my family, we actually lived in our church building. Uh, there was a church building itself and then connected to it was like a housing compartment, mm-hmm. a housing area. And so that's where my family lived. And so <laughs> I always was like, yeah, literally, quite literally in the church house, we grew up in the church. <laughs> Yeah. It's always, I always kind of laugh. It's like, man, it's, it's, it was just a little compartment, and then boom, mm-hmm. you're right mm-hmm. in the, and the oh, same wow. both your church and your playground at the same time. Right, right. Wasn't <laughs> as your parents, you had they had to teach us oh, when you pass this line, you're in church now. You don't, you can't. <laughs> you can't <laughs> but you know, as a little kid, you know it's your house, so right. you just go. In. So that's always, uh, it's always very fun for me to kind of think back. Wow, quite a literal experience. But um, I think for me, um, so for me growing up in church, it was very foundational. So um, I learned most of my lessons on how to take care of myself, how to listen, how to uh, speak up, how to articulate, how to help observe um, how to deal with conflict, all of that I learned while in church. And so um, being a, a pastor's daughter and a pastor right. first, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the firstborn daughter. Uh, there's three, my brother's the oldest than me and my sister. That middle child and being the first girl, I always had this very sense of just like, ah, I have to take care of things have to be taken care of. And yes. so, yeah, so for me, growing up in church is a, a very much foundational. And then also yeah. just, and I, I got challenged quite a bit. Uh, you grew up very fast. I think yes. that's one of the things that, that happened to me, my brother and my sister. Uh, we grew up very fast. We, we had to, we had to grow up very fast. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, our, we were the first example alongside right. with my so that can kind of be a lot uh as a young person to be honest with you, uh to have adults look to you to be like the example and it's like ah i'm set what am i supposed to do <laughs> right <'Cause laughs> you know? I, yeah because i was just about to ask you uh as a follow-up question how, how was that pressure of being you know a pk you, you know a pastor's kid i was gonna follow up that but i can Definitely, like, you know, a lot is on your plate, um, especially if, you know, you guys are starting out a church and, and um, you know, yeah, what, what, what's that, what was that like? 
Man, honestly, uh, you know, there's two things, right? So as a peak, you really learn, you, you're trained to be everything and nothing all at the same time. Like you have to be everything. So for me, my brother and sister, we, we were first the congregation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were the first teachers, the first musicians, musicians. The, first leaders, yeah. the greeters, the armor bearer, <laughs> the <Right>. deacon, <laughs> the prayer workers. <laughs> we, we honestly did it all, to be honest with you. We, we, we filled many positions. Uh, we wore many different hats. Um, we, we had to, we were multitaskers. So just a constant uh, having to produce at a high rate, at a very consistent basis, very yeah. young. And so, uh, so that, that pressure of just, the pressure was to produce. Uh, we, we didn't have, uh, what's the word? We didn't have a lot of wiggle room to have margins of error uh, because things had to get done um, when you're, uh, when you're building a work alongside with your parents and they're building the work. Uh, that's kind of how I've always thought of it for, for myself and my brother and sister. I always kind of as uh, co-builders in yeah. uh, the work. Our parents were really, um, they were very adamant about teaching us that this is, yes, there's this calling, but we as the family, we are bearing the responsibility of doing God's work in this place. And so there's always, for me personally, there's always just this sense of like, mm, I, I must produce, I need to right. take care of what we've been given. And so that was always there. Uh, that was always, that pressure was always there just personally for myself. Mm-hmm. Outside wise, <laughs> outside wise pressure, it was different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a different, it was a different pressure. A lot of people expected many things from me. Um, and sometimes almost, uh, unbalanced expectation <laughs> right right <laughs> to be at this all the time and it's like you know um we're still people too and right right because mm-hmm. yeah. that's the main thing like you know i talked to uh, a lot of pks on here yeah and you know most of the times like they're saying like okay yes they get the pressure and people are expecting them to be like you know the pinnacle of what they're mm-hmm. supposed to be like but at the same time, like, they don't understand, like, PKs are people just like yourself. They feel the same pressure. They feel the same emotions. They go through, you know, the same testing and trials and temptations. Mm-hmm. It's like anybody else. So, you know, it's kind of like um, a little bit with church in general, where, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people expect, okay, you're in ministry or pastor, you're evangelist, you're uh a musician or whoever you are in ministry mm-hmm. people expect you to you know be um th- that example which you should be yeah. but also at the same time you know people should understand that because like uh, many times we see cases where you know things happen and people falter or or something happened and you know they're you know people condemn them and people do this and that but at the end of the day like they're human too like, you know, um, you know, they just have to be able to, you know, overcome because they're, you know, persons are watching and they're leading. But as I said, I always get a lot of PK on here. Mm-hmm. They always, you know, say that, 
you know, we're humans too. Like we have to go through just like anybody else. And, you know, it's pressure, you know, it's yeah. a lot to deal with when you got a lot of outside and inside eyes, you know, looking on. So it's, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, yeah. I think, I think, you know, you've done a great job because I remember one time in particular, because I don't know if I mentioned that in the briefing show or whatnot, but, um, you know, we went to the same church while, you know, here in America before you, mm -hmm. um, you know, you migrated to Japan. And I remember, I think it was a youth Sunday and you were asked to preach and your mom came and to support you. And yeah. I'm sure she was so proud looking at her baby girl up there <laughs> from preaching the word of the Lord. So I'm sure like, you know, it's paid off and she's proud and it's come back to, you know. Yeah be great but how did that feel though like that day I don't know if you remember but you, were, you... no it was you know it was it was it was a it was a surreal moment for me because yeah. yeah. you know first of all like for me personally like I've never desired like a personal like I never desired to be like a leader in church or like be a preacher or or like a pastor like it's never been a desire for me, mm -hmm. like per yeah. um but i know i've been trained and i know what's needed or been around and i know what's expected of the position and so mm -hmm. watching for years uh from behind the scenes by the scenes in front of the scenes it's like you know that 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 space is is very precious <laughs> very, it is. Very, and uh you know, I've sent, I've seen some people treated uh, frivolously, and um, and others have taken it so seriously that you know they can't live regularly. And so there's been like this off balance to it. And so mm -hmm. when I had been asked to do something that I never saw envisioned in myself doing, yeah. or ever being in a position to do so, I was just like. Are you serious, Lord? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that yeah. day I Lord had a sense of humor. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, you know, when it uh when I was asked, I was honored. And um, and truly when the time came uh to give the word that God had like had gave me to give, you know, that word, I remember that word coming so quickly to wow. to uh, train me up, uh, see if I took in what I was saying out at, I mean, it came so fast. Right. Uh, I remember my parents always saying that, like the word comes to test you first and then you get it. And I, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you actually do it, it's like, Ooh, I called my mom that day. I was like, you know, came and got me quick and she started laughing <laughs> yeah <laughs> well truly the word and it's it's not just for the people that you give it for it's really for you as well mm -hmm. and i because it really uh it really grew me uh spiritually and it taught me a lot and gave me even more of a perspective about what the position of my parents were when they were doing the same thing and it clarified quite a few uh, quite a few things uh that you kind of misunderstood as you're growing up uh, as a PK kid about the yeah. position, the 
to, to do it yourself, it's like, okay, I see why they made these decisions. I see how it went it this works. way. Yeah, right, it's right. You, a very different perspective walking in those mm-hmm. versus observing people walk through those. Okay, all right. This 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 good. This good stuff. So, um, so as I said, you know, you've moved to Japan, you know, uh, in the last two years. Now, you know, you, you know, have a local church that you go to, and you do, you know, you do stuff there, and you know, you, you're still, you know, part of getting used to the culture and learning stuff there. But what is it like? I mean, I know. Um, you know, worshiping God, you know, when you feel the presence of God, it's, it, it should be the same, it, mm-hmm. even if you're in two different cultures, two different languages, people are saying different things. Um, but what's like, you know, worship like there? What's, you know, what's things like there in your, you know, your local church has compared to, you know, like an American <laughs> church and stuff like that? Yeah. What's that like? Yeah, because you know, I, I know a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but um there are there are probably persons that you know or other young persons that are probably teachers or stuff that because I know a lot of persons from you know Jamaica that are teachers that normally goes to Japan or China or something like that to mm-hmm. teach English. And then you know, you have a lot of people that are back over this side that you know, they don't really know what it's like over there yeah, yeah. to like go yeah. to church and stuff like that. So if you can tell us, you know, how that okay. is. Uh, this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, if, uh, so it's a, it's a very different experience. Um, difference in the sense of uh, actually every element is very different. Um, first off is, is language. So uh, tomorrow uh, it's actually today today now in a couple right, of hours right, i'll be right because it's, it, yeah, it's sunday it's there sunday. right yeah and it's saturday morning here saturday morning uh, back home in the states right now so yeah. in hours i'll be heading to service and uh so what happens at our service so i go to a church called Mat- uh, Fukuoka center and mm-hmm. so they are uh they're based here in matsuyama and um our services are all in japanese Everything's Japanese. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, back home in Baltimore, you have our ushers, right? And they greet. So we have mm-hmm. someone who does the same thing here. But okay. instead of them saying, hello, welcome to the church, they're saying, uh, you know, kansashimasu. Uh, so kansashimasu is a way to say God bless you or to welcome you. And so we have yeah. someone who says that to you as soon as you come through the door. You go up the stairs and you're in the sanctuary. And so uh, I'm part of a, a community of, uh, worshipers who are all uh, from different countries, yeah. and uh, so oh okay. Have, oh, okay, yeah. So this is a it's a multicultural. So it's primarily all Japanese, all Japanese people, mm-hmm. and within the church, we have people who are from different countries, like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have people mm-hmm. who are from Hong, from uh, the Philippines, uh, from. Uh, where oh, a guy from Burundi, uh, we have people from uh, China, like it, it's multicultural. And so uh, what happens is we all sit together and the services in 
translated into English. So, oh. Yeah, so our experiences, we are learning, everything's in Japanese. We learn, we're singing in Japanese. We do, we sing our songs in Japanese. We sing hymns in Japanese because it's really interesting to oh. sing at the cross, at the cross, where uh, <laughs> that song, uh, that hymn, but it's all in Japanese. So it's like, oh, I know this song. I know this song. Which one is it? And then you're the <laughs> Japanese hymn version of it. It's really, really cool. Um, well, yeah. Some of my, my favorite things about being here is like learning uh, songs, uh, learning them, but in Japanese. And so when that happens, I, uh, excuse me. Okay. When that happens, we basically try to, we catch up, we have someone who, uh, so some of the songs are written in Hirokata, which is the, the phonic system of Japanese, the reading part of it. And so there's different characters that, and you say certain sounds for those characters. And so you'll try to very fast <laughs> the characters in Hiragana and to, to sing along. So we're learning the language as we're singing um, praise and worship. And that's, it's, it's, that's our worship time. Right. And then after we have the pastor, he, uh, thankfully, uh, our pastor here, he's really, really, really great. Japanese, uh, Japanese pastors, but he also speaks English. And so he'll teach in Japanese to speak the word, uh, have the word in Japanese, and then they'll translate it for us. So it's it's quite an experience to kind of get a second layer mm-hmm. <laughs> of worshiping God from that perspective. Uh, yeah. It does challenge a little bit in the sense of like, man, am I, am I catching everything? But mm-hmm. um, even, even with the language difference, it's just like, man, God is so cool. God is so good. Like, the we are last week we uh were introduced a new theme for the year and uh the theme for the year is a term called shin and it has meanings and one of the meanings that stuck up for me is uh is uh the meaning of newness right and so pastor's kind of like he's just he's going deep in it like we're all following he's doing this all in japanese right so he's talking about like god put new wine into new wine skins and like how he pours it in and like he can't put the old wine into new wine skins right. it makes it doesn't work and i'm like okay jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know that that's the experience here so it's like i'm like man you know every day uh that i'm in service i'm like man god is good like he he'll he'll bring understanding bring revelation no yes. matter what so like the most encouraging thing so far so that's that's a little bit of worship like here um mm-hmm. english service too where we'll do a whole service in english and that's something that, um that's something that i'm responsible for responsible for here while here actually that uh, since since leaving from 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 baltimore the lord has has uh what's the word he's given me more responsibility that's great <laughs> that's great though so so you're you're responsible for for the English services? Yeah, so uh, so currently right now, uh, so uh, as I was saying earlier, we are, we have a community of people from all around the world. Right, so <laughs> it's like a, di- is it like a diaspora where you get different, all the different cultures? Uh, or not, not, 
like a diaspora, but more of like it's a uh, we are part of the part of the the assembly here. Um, but it, when you're mainly English speakers, we okay. all of us connect via as English speakers. And so within, yeah, so within the church itself, there's a, okay. a, a component for English speakers. And so there's people that's, who translate. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. It's awesome, man. To be honest, like, it's one of my favorite things about being here is my church community. And so mm-hmm. God really good. Uh, uh, it's been, he's grown me into a position to where I'm, I'm helping lead the group here. Um, oh, look at you. Uh, look at like, you. I'm, man, it's, it's crazy. When I tell you I don't expect these things, I don't. And I'm like, man, Lord, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud you of know, you. I'm over there you. doing it. You know? Thank you. Like, I, I, I was just like, wow. I, I knew coming out here, the Lord was like, I told the Lord, it's like, all right, I'm going to do this your way. I, I have right. to. That's yeah. the only way I got out here. And, right. you know, as soon as I touched down, <laughs> God keeps his word. He just right on in there. And, but I'm so grateful, man. I'm, I've learned so much from, like, my my church family here. Like, yeah. really, we've, we're a family. And I'm just like, uh, truly, it brings to the reality of how, you know, the scripture about how many different members of the body are right. all one in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's reality. Yeah, that's, that's, we all have this experience. So it's great. Yeah, that's wonderful, that's man. That's wonderful. Like that's really great. Friends in Ministry, as usual, is brought to you by the Oli Armor Clothing Line, where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Shop with them today. To get your different God's instruments, apparels. Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. It's been a minute, but they're finally here. So our friends in ministry merchandises are finally available for purchase. You can purchase online using our Teespring online store link that will be provided. There, you'll be able to purchase your T-shirts, your masks, and signature hoodies, and so much more. Purchase your merch today and support the movement. God bless. Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. Do, do they have like beaches and stuff there? Yeah, man. They yeah, do? yeah. Good. The, the area that I'm in is uh, the Shikoku area. So, so yeah. Shikoku is basically the island just off to the west side. Is it west? Excuse me. I'm, I, don't quote me. Don't <laughs> quote me. People who will probably see this, like, don't quote me. It's, right. it's off the coast of the mainland of uh, Kyushu, uh, Honshu and Kyushu. So, uh we have beaches in this area so kind of like it kind of reminds me of the east coast a little bit like how we're just kind of coast and so uh, Mm -hmm. where i live like right there on the coast here so it's really easy to get some beaches they're really they're not as nice as okinawa but you know we get a we we get a little bit of niceness (laughs) just a little all right okay good good stuff um so um 
So, you know, I think I did mention in the brief intro that, you know, you're also a musician, you play drums and you play sax. Um, I think you kind of alluded to a little bit of it when you was talking about the fact that, you you know, you're a PK and as a PK, like, um, you know, you, you're the church's first musician and stuff like that. So, so I, I'll ask you about mainly sax. Did you start to learn how to play sax? out of that or it was just like differently uh yeah it was out outside so i was i formally was trained uh okay on saxophone in school okay. i learned to phone at in my school and so um i don't know why but as a kid i never thought to play my saxophone at church like it just <laughs> never it never right. crossed my mind <laughs> yeah never and so I go all the way through school from middle school to high school. I'm in band. So I play all, all the special bands like you know, marching band and band ensembles. So like, you know, I've been playing, I was playing for years in school. And then uh, after school, um, I took a break and I didn't play for a while. And then like my second year of college, I picked it back up because I just missed playing so much uh uh at the time i was in i was in atlanta uh mm-hmm. near atlanta um, and i was being with a ch- out in uh mcdonough uh, called uh healing hearts christian ministry and uh so i was i was out there and the pastor there i love love them uh pastor daphne and pastor andy uh you know they're like yo you play sax and i was like yeah yeah like just you know, I don't do it as much. And they're like, yo, you should just bring it. Like, we play. And I'm like, just, I'm like, really? Like, for real? So they're the ones that planted that seed. And so yes. since then, mm-hmm. I've been playing in church. And that was like, after all those years of playing, I finally started playing in church. It was kind of crazy that how long <laughs> it took me. Right, right. But, you know, uh, since then, after meeting them and, and worshiping with them while I was in college, I played all there and then. And then when I came to Baltimore, that's kind of the same thing. So, yeah, saxophone has been a part, yeah. <laughs> a part, but a part for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Because, I mean, you know, um, you know, as we said, you know, you were a part of the band, you know, here in Baltimore when you were here. So, you know, when you left, you know, kind of, you know, we missed you over there. You know, you brought. <laughs> some flavor to the band with the saxophone you know you always you know especially like when you do when you did um solos and stuff and you know we followed you but you know it's been great it was been great stuff but okay so, and is it the same with drums or yeah actually no a little bit different so drums is the only thing that i didn't for like i picked up my the drums like when i was eight or so my mm-hmm. brother primary drummer at our church and right. so just watched him and just picked it up from watching him. And so for years, you know, backup, <laughs> the backup, backup. Okay. <laughs> so after, you know, being a backup for a, a couple of years, you know, I, I finally got, got, got some legs. And then it wasn't until I got to Baltimore that mm-hmm. I experienced like main plane, unless, you know, if Yanni wasn't playing or whatever. Right, right. Uh, playing like that so that was like oh wow that was it that I had to learn to play yeah. a different way <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay okay you know uh, with yeah. drums I 
formally trained, but just mm-hmm. mostly learning by ear. So, uh, but it was cool. I, I miss being under the foliage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my brother and and yo, please bring bring me back. <laughs> okay, that's that's cool. That's really cool. Um, so you know, um, as we mentioned, you are a teacher my profession now over there in um, Japan. I think that was the main reason you, you know, you kind of segued into, you know, uh, relocating over there. Um, so, so, okay, I know you're teaching English, which is your primary language, but what's it like being a teacher over there and not just being a teacher over there, but, you know, how it is, you know, teaching because I know every culture is different. The kids here in America is different. Kids in Jamaica is different. Kids, I'm sure, in Japan and China are different. What's it like, you know, um, teaching the kids of today, you know, um, you know, in the classroom and, you know, um, how, how's that? Are, are, are they, how do you find, <laughs> how do you find kids over there as, compared to I know you didn't and I'm not sure if you, you taught here but mm-hmm. as compared to you know kids here mm-hmm. ah that's a good question good question um uh let's see I, I would say like so I, I did a little bit of teaching uh in well, in the states collectively like I've had uh experience like teaching in uh in Atlanta and in and, and my home state and then also in Baltimore, but not necessarily capacity of like a teacher teacher. Mm-hmm. And so uh, coming here, uh, the children are different, but very similar. You would be amazed. Really? You would be amazed how eight-year-olds are literally in eight-year-olds in any country, in any region. <laughs> they are, they are very much themselves <laughs> so the usual uh, the similarities between American kids and, and Japanese kids eight-year-old kids like they're so energetic so much energy like so much energy you know they love to talk they love to tell you what games that they're playing they love to show you some crazy drawing that they created or bring you into some homemade game that they've created with their friends you're like what's going on but it's right. them they're, they're girls they it's what they do yeah. so, and, uh, but the difference ah oh man the difference let's see uh the students here are extremely quiet like very very quiet mm-hmm. um so we have here in the states right um mm-hmm. one of my biggest challenges to teach my students how to have self-control and not talk a lot. Like just, mm-hmm. just love to talk. That's right. just their thing. But here, my challenge is to get my students to talk. Like <laughs> <laughs> right. When I tell you, you you could look at them, eye contact, and they'll just say, no. <laughs> <laughs> You know, right. no word, just I maybe, maybe a little eye contact and like, you know, they're just shy. They're just very, very shy. And so uh, 
being here with English as like the, I guess you can say, if I'm going to give an equivalent for you as an engineer, you know, physics and mathematics right. is like, ah, it's, it's easy, you know, very, very easy for you. Right. Yeah. For me, for myself, the children <laughs> <laughs> who liked to read and didn't like math. Like it yeah. was like, yeah. no numbers. So that's right. kind of, <laughs> that's kind of how the students are here with English. Like, nah, don't give me that. I don't want to try this. I don't want to be embarrassed. And so the kids, are, so they tend to be very And so I'm always trying to read about how to uh, get them to talk, get them to right. relax, to have a conversation with you in English. And, but uh, it, it's, 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 it's different that way. The quietness is, is different. Um, and, and then overall, like, uh, so uh, another big difference is like here in, in this side of the world, uh, group consciousness is a thing. I, I don't know if you're very familiar with it, but like just a matter of like, uh, as a society, they think about the group first, the individual oh. the, herself is like third, fourth in the priority list. It's like, oh. like number is everyone how how to work as a unit second is your your more immediate group and then maybe yourself then maybe yourself so it's like very interesting to go from like america we're like me first first right right (laughs) every day all day like it's if it's not benefiting us we're not doing it so uh come here it's like yeah what you want is not exactly priority it's right. what is best for the group and what as a whole we're doing so you know that's, that's been that's very fascinating it's been quite fascinating to to figure out and you know navigate an american and even as like an african-american it's like i i get it but then i sometimes really really just don't get it right, right, <laughs> i don't right. understand and I, I can work as a team, but this is a whole different level of group thinking. So, uh, yeah, those are those are probably the most standout things uh, for me for right now with comparison to our our children from America to here. That what you said uh, about the you know the group consciousness, like I, maybe that's one of the reasons why the Asians are that much successful in a lot of things because you know they 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 work together for the betterment of everyone you know as a uh, as opposed to you know everybody just trying to do things for themselves like I didn't understand the concept of that I mean I've always realized it I've always observed Mm -hmm. it even from back home in Jamaica like you know we have a lot of Asian um stores and stuff like that and you always see them like they they they're together they work together yeah. and stuff like that and it's always mentioned that like you know you've never you you've you never seen them trying to tear each other down and stuff like that but i didn't know like that it was just like a culture thing for them until you're explaining that to me now yeah. so that's, it's, that's, it's, it's 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 very intriguing to watch i mean of course there's challenges, of course, to mm-hmm. it because right. 
you know, here in here here in this country, you know, bureaucracy it moves nails like with the you know with group consciousness. There's this really awesome way. Like when you've made a decision, everyone puts their hands to work to get it done right. But however, it takes a very long time to make that decision. So right, right. Quite a bit of patience. Uh, you 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 apply the process of getting people to make a decision. But yeah. man, once you make the decision, it's 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 all hands on deck, and it's quite wonderful to see. Uh, you know, I see it a lot. Uh, with our when, when uh, you know here uh, in Japan, the students clean um, their school like there's no custodian staff. Oh the wow! Students, students clean the school, so wow. every day, like ten minutes, you'll hear you'll hear the bell ring right, mm-hmm. and you'll hear all this thunderous like feet just because they're like changing their clothes out of their uniform. I'm running downstairs and you see all these kids getting buckets and, and scrubs and like you know wow man you know uh brooms and dust pans and window pane cleaner and wipes and you know they're everyone is cleaning everyone wow. teachers included teachers included so it's so 10 minutes every single day everyone gets to, they clean the entire school uh, take out all the trash, clean the bathrooms. You know, it's 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 quite it's quite an organized feel, and so I'm just like, wow, like that's that's crazy. They like mind, it, man. Like they have it. <laughs> that's mind blowing. It's but it's so cool. I, I I truly admire it. So I'm just like, all right, you guys, you guys, y'all got it, y'all got it. But on the flip end, it's flipping when that decision isn't made to do one thing at the same time. Oh man. You got yes. you got snacks with you because it's gonna be a long. <laughs> okay. Um. So I have just one more set of questions for you. True. Um. I want you to. Uh, um. I want you to give two advices. Right. One of the advices is going to be. Um. For, you know, young persons like yourself who are in ministry, mm-hmm. you know, just an ad just advice on um you know how to be effective in ministry as a young person and um also giving advice to persons who may be watching that may be thinking of probably migrating to mm-hmm. asia to you know for their career or make a career change you know to do a move like that over there and you know what's that like since you are now you know, yeah. a part of that. And yeah, so I yeah, those, those two. Um, I think my response is probably going to go for both. Uh, okay. I, I think this can apply, to both, mm-hmm. you know, people in ministry and then also for those who are wanting to make this, uh, relocating or finding something different from what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, so two things, I will say the first thing is have an open mind. Um, one of the things I really admired uh, my father for, um, he was independent uh, for a while uh, doing ministry work. 
uh, without like a full organization. And one of the things I watched them do was try new things mm. and or let go of things that he may have broke, but yeah. it found it wasn't as effective for what was needed then. And so he had an open mind to uh, to let go and to uh, reapply new things. And right. that's probably the biggest thing I would say for young people is um, wherever you are, serve, do some diligence, and also be very open-minded for what God is going to place in you to do because you're there for such a time as this. Uh, that's one of our favorite things to say um, in Japan is like, you're here, you're wherever you are, in, you know, in the United States or in different countries, you're there for a certain reason. You're there for such a time as that. Be there, be present, be open to what God's going to do in your life and just go for it. Go for it. Big time. Just go for it. <laughs> Great stuff, man. This is wonderful. Uh, wonderful so mm-hmm. like thing I would say for that and then secondly um be balanced be balanced yeah. um you know the Lord created both silence and sound mm-hmm. and dark balance balance yourself um ministry work with uh whether it's ministry work or making decisions about where you're going um make a balance Decision. Don't be too focused on, well, I have to do it like this and I must be this way, or being too, oh, no plans and don't be too of either or, balanced in whatever you do. Um, because we serve a balanced God. He doesn't, yes, do do. doesn't do anything lopsided and he doesn't do anything too skewed one way or the other. He's balanced in everything that he does. And so, um, when you're doing ministry, balance yourself. Let's have a balanced life. Ministry will be, it will be there. Right. It will be uh, most people. Uh, one of the things that I wish I heard people say more often was uh, to tell young people, have, have a life. Uh, one of the things that my parents really pushed when I was growing up, yes, we served in church. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we served. Um, but we also had opportunities and and opportunities outside of church and our parents so you know i got into band my brother got into football my sister got into track we had things outside of just the church identity yeah so throw certain things um in ourselves and when we came to church it applied there and when we took what we learned from church and we applied it to other places it made for a, a very balanced experience and so that's one of the things I would really say is be balanced, mm-hmm. have your experience, love God. The, the you know, church, church will absolutely be there. Ministry work will be there. Make sure you balance yourself, take care of yourself. Because uh, the work will continue because God is good. He's got his baby. Yes. <laughs> the church is yes. his baby. He's got it. So, uh, if we keep an open mind, be willing to go in his direction and balance our whatever decisions we make, I, I absolutely can, uh, I think it can benefit both those who are young and, and youth doing ministry work or just anyone 
making the decision to do something. I really hope it helps someone. It helps. It, yeah, I'm sure it will. And uh, yeah, just go for it. <laughs> Whoever you are, wherever, go for it. Great stuff. Great stuff, Ariel. How you have to have a balance in everything you do. You know, that's how God created, you know, everything. Um, you know, he, you know, um, made the heaven and the earth and did everything, you know, in creation, like creating all the other things, but he also did rested, yeah. you know, on the seventh day. So everything's a balance that you're saying, like, you know, a lot of times I feel like a lot of people get caught up in feeling like, okay, one thing they should just keep one thing remain focusing like everything yeah. and a lot of times other things just get falling by the wayside because you know they're not able to you know balance like you said yeah. so that was a great that was a great word that was a great um thing but so thank you so much i'm sure it will bless um you know somebody that it will be listening or will be watching yeah um but yeah, yeah. so great stuff so this has been a great interview and, um, you know, before I end, I just want to say I'm really proud of you, you know, how you've, you know, traveled and, you know, created, you know, a new space for yourself over there and, you know, carving out, you know, a new niche. Um, you know, I see your story on your stories on IG sometimes, you know, you have, you know, you're fellowshipping with, you know, your other, you know, people and other persons that are in um you know your church community and stuff like that and you're also you know still you know carrying on the name you know of Jesus even across so many miles across you know the world and you're still you know operating and allowing God to direct your path and you know um being the best you that you can be so I just want to say continue to do that um you know continue to you know hold up the bloodstained banner and, you know, just, yeah, I'm just happy for you uh, making your way over there and, you know, um, figuring things out as you go and just continue to do that, you know, continue to do that. Thank you. Yeah. I will. I will, my friend. Keep me in yes. prayer. I friend. will. I will. I'm Absolutely. Over, like, thanking God, seeing uh, all the, all brothers and sisters from, from Rehoboth. I'm like, yo, look at us, man. Look at right. us. Yeah. In businesses doing podcasts i'm like yep. yo cool man you know i'm 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 over here just like uh over here all the time i'm like man just saying like thanking god for just the experience uh, yes i'm honored to be part of your life i'm honored to have yes. you part of life. and i'm just like man god's gonna get the glory Amen. Uh, all and all that so thank you so much my friend i really appreciate it you're welcome of course no problem but um, this has been another installment of Friends in Ministry, y'all. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you know, we're on YouTube. We're on, you know, different audio versions of wherever you get your, your, your podcasts on, you know, those platforms. Um, but yes, once again, this is Friends in Ministry. We spoke to Ariel on today. And I'm sure that, you know, she blessed somebody that's going to be listening, somebody that's going to be watching. As usual, Friends and Ministries brought to you by the Holy Armor Clothing Line, uh, where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Don't forget to shop with them. Again, I'm your boy, Ricky Ricardo, and saying God bless until next time. All right.
Thank you. All right. All right. Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live from the Gen Studio, we enlighten and support each other. We're promoting positivity, positivity, friends in ministry. Tell us where you've been, tell us what you've seen, friends in ministry.